Where does Kirk Cousins fit in now with the NFC's top five quarterbacks? I'll settle that debate next on Minnesota Sports Rankum. This is Minnesota Sports Rankum, part of Locked On Sports Minnesota, and it starts now. Welcome into Minnesota Sports Rankum, the new show that settles debates and starts new ones. I'm Sam Ekstrom, your host. Quarterback movement abounding in the NFL. Better to edit this and get it turned around quickly because who knows what's going to happen next. But today we discuss where Kirk Cousins fits in with this new look NFC and the top quarterbacks in it. Kirk Cousins just by default seems to be inching his way toward the top. Where does he fit in with guys like Dak Prescott, Derek Carr, the new addition, Jared Goff, Geno Smith? We'll settle that in a moment. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook partner of Locked On. Make every moment more. Get started at FanDuel.com slash Locked On. All right, here's our first criteria in this ranking. Tom Brady is going to stay retired. Obviously, if Tom Brady goes to San Francisco or something, that would change the list. And secondly, looks like Aaron Rodgers is leaving the conference. He's either going to Las Vegas or New York. Green Bay seems to be saying, all right, go ahead, Aaron. Go talk to the Jets. Please leave. Get out of here. Uh, So I think he's leaving the NFC. So with no Brady and no Rodgers, where does Kirk Cousins fit in the NFC quarterback picture? Let me rattle off just a few honorable mentions first without a ton of detail. Uh, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones just signed a four-year, $160 million deal. Haven't seen the guarantees on that yet, but it looks like he's staying in New York for a long time. I just think that changes the perspective on Daniel Jones. I don't think he's a top-five quarterback at that contract. Uh, He had one good year. He beat the Vikings in the playoffs and then got killed the next week. And to be honest with you, I think it changes the equation when you're on a rookie deal and winning one game in the playoffs versus when you're paid $40 million. Uh, That team didn't really strike me as a sustainable outfit last year, but we'll see. Brock Purdy, um, injured right now, had a wonderful stretch, and I think he could be in the top five before long. But, you know, he's in a weird situation, too, because he probably can't start the year as the quarterback. They're going to have to have somebody else. And will that somebody else give him the stiff arm and not even let him back into the starting role? That That's the question about his future. Jared Goff, we've seen some pretty high highs and some very low lows for him. He's a volatile quarterback. Seems to be in a system that fits him right now. Uh, I think he's just on the outside. And then Justin Fields. I mean, Justin Fields is my first man out he's right on deck of being in the top five because honestly he's special as a runner he's so unique there aren't many quarterbacks like him I just need to see him for one year with a little bit of supporting cast Um, because for all Justin Fields did well he lost like every close game and I don't think his arm talent is where they'd like it to be yet and uh, he didn't have a lot around him so I will give him a pass obviously, for the the season that earned the Bears the number one overall pick. We'll see what he does with a little more talent around him and see if he can get into that top five. But number five is honestly a little bit of a surprise to me even. I kind of talked myself into this. I'm going to go with the guy who just signed an extension in Seattle, 
Geno Smith. I'm not yanking your chain. I think he's the number five quarterback in the NFC right now. Uh, you can't exactly say that Geno Smith has a wonderful track record, but his first meaningful football in eight years resulted in playoff appearance, 70% completion percentage, league leading, almost 4,300 yards, 30 touchdowns, 11 picks, QBR. And that's a stat that I, I put a lot of stock in. QBR of almost 61 on a scale of zero to 100, you know, a 50 is kind of your almost an above average performance for, for a lot of quarterbacks. 60 is very good. Um, quarterback rating over a hundred as well, over 250 yards per game, uh, almost eight yards per pass attempt. He had a wonderful 2022. And because the Seahawks were deemed as a tanking team, he didn't get a, a lot of love until late in the year. But look what he did with so little around him. Geno Smith deserves a lot of credit for last year. I think Seattle was smart to re-sign him. He's got a little mobility, um, makes good decisions with the football. You can't really say that, well, he's going to regress to his 2014-2013 form when he was with the Jets and he was 23 years old. That was so. That was a lifetime ago for Geno Smith. Think of the, the amount that he's learned as a backup over the years, the maturity. And now that he's given a chance, he he did something with it. So I think Geno Smith, um, and at a fairly reasonable quarterback contract as well. Like I I think it's a better deal than Daniel Jones, um, and I think he's a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. So I'm gonna go with Geno Smith as my number five. Number four on the list, top five quarterbacks in the NFC. Derek Carr. Derek Carr, career record, sixty three and seventy nine. Feels like he deserves better than that. Um, Derek Carr has put up stat lines of 28 touchdowns, six picks in a season. Um, got some MVP votes that year, actually, in Oakland. Seemed to play his best football earlier in his career. Um, he was on a fledgling Oakland team there as they were about to make that transition to Las Vegas. But remember, he had some very good years early in that Oakland tenure. Uh, made the Pro Bowl uh, four times for Oakland. Uh, a quarterback that does need pieces around him. He's not going to elevate necessarily on his own. Uh, needs a running game. Needs to be protected. Got some decent mobility. Um, but the best thing to like about Derek Carr is he's good for three, four game-winning drives every season. That's someone that you can trust with the ball and two minutes to go. He's going to get you in range, but the durability, the longevity and the potential, I mean, you've seen him win double digit games a couple times in his career and around 500, a lot of other years, someone that needs pieces, but has plenty there skill wise to get his team over the top. Uh, Derek Carr comes in number four, I think in the NFC in quarterback rankings. Number three, and this is where I get to our guy, Kirk Cousins. I'm putting him number three in the NFC. I think he's definitely above Geno Smith just because of his longevity, the amount of time that he's played at the level he has, um, and the season he had last year with Justin Jefferson. I think he's he's above Carr. I think you do have to take into account that Derek Carr is 16 games below 500 in his career, and Kirk Cousins is nine above. I think that that matters, and I think Kirk Cousins has had fewer low-end seasons 
uh, than Derek Carr, who has, you know, he's been on some clunkers. Kirk Cousins, uh, for all his warts, he has never been on a terrible team. Never been on a terrible team. He's been on mediocre teams, plenty of those. Never been on a terrible team. Um, seven and nine. That's his low. Um, and those teams, you know, probably could have been nine and seven with a little bit of, uh, of different luck. But Kirk Cousins, uh, 250 touchdown passes in his career. Thanks to a big 2022, his career record as a Viking starting to look a lot rosier. Uh, 46, 33, and one in the last five years, including two playoff appearances, two double digit win seasons and three seasons above 500. I don't think Kirk Cousins is long for this top five. I think that age probably at some point will catch up with him. I think his time in Minnesota will catch up with him, and he may become you know one of those entities that um, floats. It's honestly amazing that Kirk Cousins finds himself, I think, credibly as a number three quarterback in the NFC when just a couple of years ago, dealing with Stafford, Kyler Murray, uh, above him. Jimmy Garoppolo would have been kind of on, on, on the brink of being above him. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. The conference has just changed so much, and so much of the talent has moved on to the AFC or re retired or regressed or gotten injured. And here Kirk Cousins finds himself just steadily gliding along. And then one big season for the Vikings, 13 and four, boom, he finds himself kind of in a new place, I think, in the quarterback hierarchy. Um, some people might argue that he's number two, but I'm going to put somebody above him. Uh, after I tell you that FanDuel.com is the official sportsbook partner of Locked On, FanDuel.com slash Locked On, that's where you go to get started. If you're a new customer, get a no-sweat first bet, up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. Just download the super easy-to-use FanDuel app, safe, secure, and you can bet on NBA, NHL, XFL, golf players championship coming up uh timberwolves and wild as they come down the stretch of their seasons you can put them together for a parlay or a same game parlay uh where you can stack bets within the same game and give your, uh, yourself a chance at a big payout fanduel.com slash locked on to get started get your no sweat first bet for up to a thousand dollars back in bonus bets make every moment more with fanduel an official sports betting partner of the nba so who's above kirk cousins going to give it to Dak. I'm giving Dak Prescott the nod. I know some people will be retching. They'll be saying, no, you can't do that. Um, I'm doing it. Dak Prescott didn't have a great 2022. And if we were grading 2022 seasons, Kirk would win. Uh, but Dak Prescott is 25 games above 500 in his career. Dak Prescott literally one season ago went 37 and 10 uh, with almost 4,500 yards. Dak Prescott was a rookie of the year at one point. Like he started off great. And he, as recently as 2021, was playing great. He is six years or five years younger than Kirk Cousins, age 29. Dak Prescott moves in the pocket. He can run a little bit. He throws a wonderful deep ball. I know 2022 was a problem, but I can't not see what he's done in his career. I know that he's a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. And in fact, we were having the conversation just in 2021 uh, that he might be the best quarterback in the NFL when he came back uh, from injury in 2020. The guy's unbelievable. Um, so I've got a lot of respect for Dak Prescott. We'll see if he bounces back in 2023. And if he doesn't, 
Kirk Cousins continues to play well and Dak doesn't, then we can have a conversation. But I think Dak earns the nod, number two quarterback in the NFC right now. Number one, it's a little anticlimactic. It's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts' whole package can run the ball, at least in the, the, the sneak situation, but he can run it outside the pocket as well. He's an amazing story, um, kind of battling through adversity in college. Second round pick, he had to overcome being the, the second banana in Philadelphia for a while there behind Wentz. And here he is. He's almost a Super Bowl champion, but there's no one even close to Jalen Hurts in this conversation. Not when he's on rookie money, especially. Uh, Jalen Hurts will make a boatload someday very soon, but for now, Philadelphia can just build around him. It's good to be an Eagles fan right now. Next year, more of the same. I think they're going to be highly, highly competitive with Hurts at the helm. He's the top quarterback in the NFC. No question about it. So again, here's our top five. Let us know what you think in the comments section. Did we get Kirk Cousins right? You can yell at me if you want on Twitter, at Sam Ekstrom as well. Thanks for watching today's Minnesota Sports Rankum, the, uh, the show that settles debates and starts new ones. We'll talk to you next time on Locked on Sports Minnesota. So long.